Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glamier. And um, hello, I have a gorgeous Sports Illustrated model with me, Samantha Hoops. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You are straight off the plane from Hawaii and you are bronze to the gods and it's January. How does that, how does that happen? <laughs> well, you know, it's a little mixture of the sun and some fake tanner that I wore, rubbed on a little quickly, well, but you know. At least 25% fake, maybe 75% real, right? Hey, whatever. 80-20. So for those of us who were born under a uh, rock, you are a really beautiful, successful Sports Illustrated model. You've also been on the Carl's Jr. ads. Is that right? Correct. Um, before we kind of get into your success is. Talk about how you're grown. Where did you grow up? And you're in LA now, but where did you grow up? I am a PA Pennsylvania girl right outside of Philly. Oh, I love the Midwest. Good, good, wholesome people. For it real. is, mm-hmm. it is. But I'm so happy to be here in LA now. I escaped, no yeah. offense. Yeah. But no, well, you have to escape. After yeah. All, yeah. I mean, it's no cold offense. back home and everything <laughs> like that. And we all escape. We're all escapees from somewhere. Yeah. So it's good. How did you get your start into the modeling business? This is going to sound crazy, but I applied online. Really? So I went to college. I went to Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to be a gym teacher Uh because that's a really good job back at home you know you get paid a lot and then you can get paid extra on the side to do like field hockey is what I grew up doing um yeah so I this is going to sound kind of creepy too I made my dad take polaroids of me and I sent them in (laughs) (laughs) I love you right now I love you yeah and but it totally wasn't. My dad's not creepy. I'm one of five girls, so I'm no, the youngest. No, it was just the idea that I made my dad take Polaroids. It's not that yeah. I thought that they were going to be, but it's fabulous. So yeah. he did it. Your dad took them. He took these Polaroids, and then, you know, just against a nice white wall, and I applied online to a bunch of different agencies, and the first a- agency that I was with for the past three and a half years was Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Elite New York first, then they took real digitals of me, mm-hmm. sent them out to LA, uh-huh. and my dream was to be obviously a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, but a guest model because I yeah. grew up going to the mall back at home and yeah. looking at the amazing ads. And yeah, that's how I got my start. Isn't that, isn't that insane? It's just sort of like, it's a little bit of luck and it's a lot of hard work. So that little bit of luck is somebody saying, okay, yeah. And then the rest of it is a lot of hard work. It's so much hard work. And, and there's a lot of pressure on you. I mean... Still, I think I have more pressure now than I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and why is that? I just think I went through a lot last year. Yeah. I left my first modeling agency, mm-hmm. so now I'm with a du- uh, new agency. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard because it's like you're breaking up with 
your security. life and yeah, yeah and I had nowhere to go like I literally left the agency I'm a model and I didn't have a modeling agency so it was kind of scary for a little bit my first time with like lawyers which is scary yeah um so there was a lot of challenges last year that I had to face and go through but I'm so happy that I did because now I'm stronger woman for it and kind of more business savvy I feel like when people talk about 2016, I feel like 2016 is going to be this set the stage for the true successes of 2017. Some years are the years that you make it, and some years are the years that you build. And I felt like last year was a building year for a lot of people I've talked to. I would 100% and this agree. Is the, this is the the make it like happen. This year. is like you focus this year, and you actually do what you want to do because a lot of the time in modeling, um, for me especially, people always told me, you know, color your hair this way, or when I was in the transition of switching modeling agencies, I went to a couple and they wanted to change me into like a brunette. Right. Well, my original hair color is brunette. Yeah. And I know how I look and it's not cute. <laughs> yeah. So I want the blonde. Okay, first of all, yes, it is cute. You could be freaking purple hair. No, and... girl, I'm telling no, you. I'm telling I, you. Okay, well, that's very sweet of you to say that, but I disagree <laughs> humbly. But we're going to stop exchanging nice things and we're going to get that. <laughs> so, but I mean, what you're trying to say is people were trying to make you something that you aren't. Exactly. Which is what models have to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really take pride in Ashley Graham because Mm -hmm. she really set the stage for, you know, size modeling. Exactly. Not Mm -hmm. just plus size. She she shaped. It's not a cookie cutter look anymore. Yeah. You know, back in the day, it was like you had to be this tall, thick girl or you had to be. There's just so many extremes. Yeah. Yeah. And actually calling it plus size modeling is, I think, kind of dated, too. I don't it's like think she's a model. She 100 and yeah. she's a huge brand, yeah. you know. Yeah. She got some backlash too. People said some mean things about her. You know. Really mean things about her. And but big she, designers have too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, does she really care? I mean, she's but killing does it. Does it affect you a little bit like cuz you know I've actually seen what you look like. Okay, this is going to sound creepy. I've seen what you look like in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because that means I'm doing my job. I like but that. But I'm just saying, like, when I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put down the donut, and I'm going to get to the gym. But no, my point is, like, you know, when when I look at your photos, and I look at what you do, you're very good at it. Like, I'm looking at it like the aesthetic, and I understand that it must take a lot of work to have that body and keep that body and keep yourself together. Um, And I definitely want you to talk about tips later. But this pressure that they put on young girls, did you feel that wanting to be a model too? You know... Like, they, did you feel like they were trying to make you feel insecure about yourself? 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go on these meetings and you go on castings and they're pretty blunt to your face. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I went to a casting not too long ago and they were like, did we even ask for you? And you're like, well, why would I be at the casting if you didn't ask for me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they put a lot of strict boundaries on you and stuff. They measure your waist. So they tell you you have to lose an inch. I mean, how, how do you do lose an inch? Like. Not a yeah. pound, an inch. That's wow. kind of crazy. Wow. Um, they make you feel super insecure. And you know what? Social media doesn't help because you have all these little trolls and everything yeah. out there trying to bring you down. But at the end of the day, you just really have to focus on what you want. And you just have to focus on the total picture instead of listening to someone and just do your own thing. Like, do whatever you want and what you think is the right thing to do. Now, you're talking about social media, and I love what you're saying. Focus but focus on yourself and do the right thing. But talking about social media, you know, I, as a dermatologist, have seen a big change in young girls because they're on social media. And, like, when I was in high school or middle school, we never had to worry about 
this beautiful girl in Belgium and looking at her social media photo or whatever. It was like the people in our school that we were keeping up with. Now we have to look at this whole wide world of people and people are starting to adapt and change their looks to fit and calling themselves like Insta models. What is the difference between, like what would you say to them? What, an, in, an Insta model? No, I'm sorry. Or just like I, a, they wanting, they, they call themselves Insta models. Like there's so gotta like be wanna, a difference between what they are trying to achieve and what you've achieved, right? Right. So it's kind of tricky mm-hmm. now just mm-hmm. because of the social media is, and right? the followings mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. Um, for me, my whole thing I honestly really don't try that hard at social media just because I look at a bigger picture mm-hmm. the of my brand mm-hmm. and I don't want my brand to be on Instagram because you don't know what's going to come next. Like I'm not going to sell my soul to in- Instagram yeah. at all. I've never heard that before. That's really good. I've never yeah, about that. It's something that I really, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's a great tool and it's really good for marketing and other companies and brands and you really can make a career off of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm more of like a 90s model mm-hmm. who likes, I like the secretive part of it. I don't want to show everyone my day-to-day life yeah. or I like to do interviews like this where yeah. you can tell that. I don't want to tweet about it. Yeah. I don't want to do an Instagram live about it. You know, I like the fact that Giselle, her whole career, you didn't really know what she was doing to keep her body no. and stuff like that. So you looked up to those people. Yeah. Now it's there was really an aura tricky. of mystery to the nineties models. Exactly. Yeah. And now they were it's, celebrities because we weren't following them all the time. They weren't in your day to day life. Yeah. And now it's kind of, you know, it's all of the you know, the Kardashians and the Jenners are doing a great job mm-hmm. at what they do. They're amazing at social media. But how can you keep up with that? I know. And then, like you said, like all these other girls are wanting to change their image because big butts are in yeah. or this is in. But, you know, I think everyone needs to get back to their roots and yeah. really figure out what they want. Because yeah. everyone's doing what everyone else wants. And that's why, you know, millennial, millennials, millennials yeah. aren't happy. Yeah. At all. They're always trying to get the next best thing. And once they have it, they don't want that anymore. They want the next best thing. So I think it's more just like dumbing it down and getting back to the roots. Stripping off the layers and just getting back to the core. Yeah. I think that's so well said what you have said because I agree with you 100%. Like when I look at what people are doing on social media and I, I mean, I like social media, but I also you won't see me put any kind of photos above any of my family. Anything that's like family, family stuff, I you, you you will never see that because I don't know who's watching. Um, I don't have a private page. You know, and then you get stalkers, yeah. and then you get creepy yeah. threats. And I mean, my Apple ID was just hacked. Oh God! So wait, for did four you days, get a phone call from someone saying it had been hacked or what? No, it was even gnarlier. Like it was crazy. What? So basically, what had happened is someone made an email that was my girlfriend's email, like my best friend's email. And I'm working on something with her. So they asked for an access code to reset the password. And Did they I, call and ask for this? No, it was like her name. It was her. Oh, they had hacked into email. her email. Okay. So then I sent it to her because I'm like, whatever, girl, you're my friend. And then they locked me out of all, like they hacked over all of my emails. I don't know what kind of information that they got or anything like that. Um, but it's just getting crazy. I mean, after that experience too, I just realized that everything isn't on your cell phone, you need to kind of remove all of that personal information and stuff off of that. Now, the reason I am um, on my phone looking, because I'm looking for an email that I got from somebody from Apple ID, and they actually called my phone, and they were like, um, oh, we your, your Apple ID was hacked into. We need access to your computer. 
Um, and I was like, wait a second, you just called me. Where are you calling from? Who it was? And I realized it's the same thing. They were trying to hack in to my computer by allowing me to give them access. Well, luckily you're smart enough yeah. not to give well, your information I'm also, I'm like over. like a New Yorker. I'm like, and who are you? And what's your name? And where are you calling from? But yeah, um, no, we, they had emailed me, so I like emailed, texted me, so they clearly have my phone number somehow. Wow. And then they made another account with another model's name who I'm not even friends with. And then they threatened me to do, like, don't change your passwords back until noon tomorrow. Oh, my God. I have no idea. It was so crazy. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I really do love digital technology. And I think Instagram is a great tool. But for me, mm-hmm. personally, I kind of want to bring back the the mystique mm-hmm. and the the core of yeah. what modeling is. It is about health and yeah. being as healthy as you can. And it's a full-time job, yeah. you know? I think that's really nice to hear because I've often had people talk about, like, do you think that Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid would be where they are if they didn't have the social media following that they have? Um, I have my opinions on it. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, no one can know because... Yeah. That didn't happen. I, I don't think they would have it because of their social media. I think they would have had it because they are, they have the connections and they're beautiful. You know, 100%. the social media followed. I don't think the social media was there before. It, it kind of followed. Like as they became more and more successful, their social media grew. Right. I don't think they had the social media presence and that's why. So I disagree with that. Um, and I think it undermines what they have accomplished. And I'm not. And I, and the one thing is, if you're a Kendall Jenner or a Gigi Hadid, why were we going to undermine what they've had to go through to work to they've get to where they have to probably go? had it harder, to be honest, mm-hmm. because they have so much more backlash because people are like you know they got there because of their connections or who they are but you know Kendall Jenner Mm -hmm. she gets so much like she has anxiety attacks all the time about things because people are just saying that she is where she is because of her family yeah um and I don't think that's something that's fair to say you know I think I don't think it's fair either even the cover of Sports Illustrated you know whoever gets it honestly deserves it and at the end of the day yeah you're kind of like oh I wish I got it but at the end of the day you look around and you're still with amazing girls and Mm -hmm. you're proud for everyone and happy because we're all here together you know it's supposed to be like a team so how was it shooting for that like what can you we talk about body stuff as i'm sitting with a plate of donuts here i know um (laughs) he offered which i i can't even (laughs) talk to you when i'm looking at these donuts um you know how do you prepare for that because i can only imagine you have to watch everything you're eating and let's be real let's cut the crap like i want you to let people know how hard it is. Because if you tell me that you're naturally like this, I'm ending the interview. Okay. Well. <laughs> Everybody's like this a little bit naturally, but there's got to be some work, you know? Yeah. Well, honestly, since I, I'm going to age myself right now, I'm 25 now. Mm-hmm. So stuff changes when you get older. Yeah. So I started um, my first Sports Illustrated. I was 23. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, I was fresh. I had only been modeling maybe four four months mm-hmm. and I got the call that I was going to be in Sports Illustrated 50th amazing. anniversary. The 50th anniversary. So That's I'm like amazing. freaking out. Yeah. Um, stunning pick. Stunning, thank by the you. way. Yeah. Um, I didn't work out for that one because I was... You're 23. 23 and I just was picked for it so yeah. I was like oh, I'm fine whatever. No I get it and it's the truth like when you're a certain age like you know you don't have to worry about it. And plus like I honestly I knew I was shooting for something super iconic but you yeah. don't realize until you're there and you're doing it yeah. how iconic it really is and, and how actually, much it really matters. You, you don't realize until you get there and I guess that changes your behavior for the following time when you do it. 100%. Mm-hmm. So the first time I just got a really good spray tan. Mm-hmm. 
just to cover up everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't work out at, you know, when I was 19, 20. Uh, I mean, and I was eating mac and cheese. I, I get I it. I mean, yeah. You know. My whole thing is chicken fingers and mashed potatoes. Right. Like, I would slam that yeah. all the time. But now that mm-hmm. I live in L.A. Mm-hmm. and, you know, I go to doctors all the time, get my blood tests done just because I want to eat so that I don't age as yeah. fast and all that kind of stuff. Um, I have completely cut dairy. I don't eat eggs. Mm-hmm. I don't eat... What else don't I eat? Gluten, obviously. Okay. Uh, do you have a gluten intoler- intolerance? Like a very slight one. I do. I have one. Yeah. I have one and I'm being real about it because I never realized that my body reacted the way it reacted and I lived off of carbs in med school. Yeah. And I, I, I there were issues that I want to talk about, but like I never understood like I would get itchy and I wouldn't be able to go to the bathroom. My stomach yeah. would be bloated and I didn't realize it was gluten. Well, it was crazy. I, um, I actually did a test recently and everyone's genetics are different. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know that there was like different enzymes that have to go with your genetics. Mm-hmm. So I was always bloated, mm-hmm. literally, always, mm-hmm. no matter what I had eaten. Mm-hmm. So I found out I was also allergic to pineapples, which is weird. That is weird. Um, so I stopped eating that. And then I found out that my body doesn't like break down leafy greens. So I'm not absorbing. I'm eating. Yeah, so much kale and all that kind of stuff, but my body isn't absorbing it mm-hmm. because of something in my pancreas. So yeah. now I'm taking these enzymes, yeah. and I've realized such a big difference. Like I'm not as bloated anymore, yeah. and I didn't even realize. Like, yeah, who would have? Well, greens no can idea. do that to you. So, so you're really in tune with what to eat, and you've gotten now, yourself. Yeah, now this you are. year, this yeah. year, I finally got it. So on track. for you, for getting ready for these things, like you, I have to watch your diet. That's just it, right? One hundred percent. And I just started um, strength training, so mm-hmm. I'm doing like a lot of weights and a lot of like legs and stuff like that. I go to a really amazing gym here called Heart and Hustle and mm-hmm. they transform my whole entire body. Yeah. So What about cardio? Are you a cardio girl? I wasn't, but now I am. Yeah. Because that's the only way yeah. to really shred the pounds and yeah. get, you know, I want a smaller waist. Yeah. So I'm doing like sprints and then 30 seconds off. I mean, do I love it? No. no but does it make it. you feel better afterwards? Yeah. 100%. So that's yeah. why I go to the gym at 7 a.m. because mm-hmm. I'm half asleep. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then afterwards, true. I'm like, I've like woken up and been on a treadmill and they're like, oh my God, how'd I get here? <laughs> I know. And then you're just like running, whoa, two miles? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There is that thing once you're working out that you, that endorphin and it starts hitting and it's like, it takes you to the next level. And it sets your tone for the whole entire yeah. day. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamour with Dr. Tavis Amir. So you're being really honest with the fact that, you know, as you've um, come along, you've decided, not decided, you've learned that there's things you can eat, that things you can't eat, and this is your job. So you have to kind of stay motivated and continue to keep working on it. Yeah, it's an everyday, even when you're not working, it's Mm -hmm. an everyday effort. Um, Emotionally, right? Because it can be draining, Um, especially when you're going to these castings and you're basically being looked at as a product. And if you're told no over and over and over again, emotionally, how do you handle that? And how do you come back from that? My dad actually put it pretty well. He was always saying, you know, 
when you go to these castings, they already have something in mind yeah. of what they want. So mm-hmm. if it's a blonde-haired girl or if it's a brunette or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So you can't go in there thinking that you're going to get every job mm-hmm. because you're not tailored for every job. Right. So if I get no or if I get told something rude or mean, you just have to kind of brush it off just yeah. because you know it's not personally you. Yeah. It's something that the brand wants. So I kind of just think about it that way like it's not personally me mm-hmm. it's just not what they're looking for at this time who knows maybe next year and I can come back and yeah. have the same opportunity well ha- did you I know I've talked about this before did you ever hear what Meryl Streep said about being rejected on her first casting we've talked about this before um, she went to one of her first castings in New York City and and I'm going to paraphrase the phrase it's the story is the same um, she was told she was too ugly for the part and she went back on the, um, this is like when she first started, right? Not, she wasn't Meryl Streep of today. She was like struggling, broke, had nothing going on except trying to become an actress. Gets on the subway and she wrote in this this um, this uh, meme, this thing that she wrote, I could have been destroyed by this and ruined the rest of my life and decided I wasn't good enough for anything. She's like, but then I realized that's one person's opinion. And that's what I think is important for people to realize. Yeah, it is one person's opinion. And at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it's your body. Mm -hmm. You're in it. Mm -hmm. Like your mind controls your whole thing. So if you let your mind take over your body, that's when stuff starts to get a little weird. Yeah. So you just really have to center yourself and just take the time off that you needed to. Because before I was working nonstop, flying all over, and I was so disoriented and mm-hmm. I didn't even know who I was anymore. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make a decision. Mm-hmm. So I took a little time off and um, I came back stronger than ever because I got to sit down and actually focus Reset. on yeah. what I actually wanted instead of, you know, what my parents wanted or what my agency wanted or what, it, yeah. you know, whoever. Yeah. And that's when you made that decision. And is that kind of why you think you had such a crazy year last year, leaving one agency, going to another one? You took some time off and you came back. and You're like, wait a second. Exactly. Yeah. So I took the time off after I left my one agency and I was going to sign with another agency, but they literally wanted they wanted to scratch everything that I had. They wanted to scratch Sports Illustrated. They wanted to make me into a fashion model, which I really would love to do, break into fashion. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you scratch everything. Mm -hmm. I think you build upon it. Yeah. And, you know, if you build upon something, you're not changing my hair color from blonde to black Mm -hmm. you know I just yeah I'm just not down with that yeah and that was something a decision that I had to make and at the time it was the only opportunity that I had to model but I still was just like something's not feeling right like I want a team Mm -hmm. that believes in me Mm -hmm. like I can come in if my roots are a little dark I get it I'll change that but I'm not gonna fully change the way that I look or act or talk yeah to be honest yeah because this is me and if you build a fake foundation you lose lose yourself it's gonna fall apart eventually but you also fall apart because if you're building a fake foundation and you don't ask your you don't really know who you are then it's a matter of time before it's just a house of cards you know and it's Terrible. I mean, I can only imagine. And my old, you know, not my old, but my past, Mm -hmm. I was always doing, yeah, yeah, I said yes to everything. Mm -hmm. I was doing everything. And then I realized, like, I'm so unhappy. Yeah. This isn't what I want to do. Ironically, Selena Gomez went through this last year, too. And she said exactly the same thing you're saying. She said that she was trying so hard to make everybody around her happy and saying yes to everything around her that she just literally had to 
check into rehab because it was her time to rest and recoup. She was so busy making everybody else happy that she was miserable. Yeah, that happens. But luckily, she realized that and could get out of it and recenter herself because a lot of the times that doesn't happen and it can go multiple ways. Um, And I'm glad that, you know, it's great to see people understanding that, acknowledging it and doing something about it. Because it's it's a long you have a long life, you know, God willing, ahead of you. And you don't want to, you know, give up at 25. (laughs) That would suck, you know. So we want everyone to understand that it gets better if you make that decision to make it better. Exactly. One hundred percent. Sports Illustrated. When do we find out who's on the cover? Are you going to be on the cover? What's happening? What's happening? I mean, <laughs> no one knows. It's super top secret every now, for year. for real, does nobody know for real? I mean, I'm sure. I don't know for the like mm-hmm. for a fact, mm-hmm. but I know that they do test covers within mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. but it's super locked down. Yeah. Literally, no one knows. Okay. Even the girls. Last year, they did like a live show. And it was kind of intimidating. They yeah. had us all up there. It was yeah. kind of like a beauty pageant. It was right. like super weird. Yeah. But um, and none of you knew who was going to be on the cover. No. So then they pulled like three girls up. And oh it was gosh. Ashley Graham, Haley mm-hmm. Clausen, and Ronda Rousey. Uh-huh. And then they were like, oh, all three of you got the cover. And everyone backstage was like, what? just happened like we had no idea the girls had no idea oh, that's right there were three covers last year right three mm-hmm. yeah it was the first time they did that um, I wonder if they'll do that again this year I hope not yeah I hope there's just one yeah I because I me. think that the whole I know I hope wait I hope that there's just one and I hope that it's me yeah. I like that you just said that <laughs> tell us how honesty, you really yeah. feel Samantha don't hold back hey here. we're being honest don't be shy. here well girl why wouldn't you say that about yourself but yeah. you know the whole three cover thing I think that that's probably why I don't remember who was on the cover last year exactly and you know all of them were great all of them i think all of them you know really deserved it they were they they all deserve it listen you all if they could have 18 covers they everyone there's there should be like because you know there's always that one cover and you know i remember i remember heidi klum and i remember i can't think right now but i remember kate upton Upton and like um just having that sheet pulled off and having the one cover standing there and seeing the girl's reaction so they don't really know really at all that it's them. you have no idea it's so crazy you literally but have no idea you're definitely a contender fingers crossed yeah, yeah. it's gonna be my fourth year yeah so it's time girl hopefully i mean i want to give her her three, wings yeah so illustrated give i know them to her. but i can't say that's victoria's secrets but you know what i, I guess mean. give me my swimsuit give know? her her swimsuit yeah. cover <laughs> Um, when will you find out? Um, I think it actually is revealed on Valentine's Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and then wow. launch week is right after that. So it's in New York. Um, I think it's like the 15th, 16th. And then we go to Houston, like the 17th and 18th. So does everyone go? In All the, the Sports okay. Illustrated models go. What's yeah. that like? Spending that much time with those, those many women who are all, you know. It's a lot it, of fun. Everyone's just really happy and excited to be there. Um, is there any weirdness? Is there any high school cattiness or anything like that? Or I mean, we're all really, girls. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, there's yeah, cattiness. Yeah, yeah. And it's the modeling industry. Everyone is technically competing against each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for me, like, I'm a very chill, laid-back girl. I'm basically a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I really am, like, from the bottom of my heart, yeah, happy for very, every girl. Yeah. And I just wish that... I was on the cover. <laughs> yeah. I really am happy for everyone, but let's not get this twisted. Yeah, I still Put on the me cover. on that cover. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get it. You know, I had a, um, a friend, a family friend. She's my sister-in-law. And um, her daughter um, won first place in something. I don't remember what. And this girl was really upset because the girl's best friend took second. 
And the one who won was consoling the one that didn't win. And so my sister-in-law was like, my daughter's upset. Da, da, da. And I just looked at her. I'm like, what are you telling her? She's like, oh, I'm just you know, telling her to be supportive. I'm like, no. This is what you tell her. There can only be one what? winner. Well, that's the problem. And with- the one who's second place can come back and try again next year. Exactly. The problem with millennials Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. is that everyone thinks that they win you know i remember going to my nephew's soccer game he didn't win Mm -hmm. like you lost Mm -hmm. but they still here's your trophy it's like everyone wins but then you get to the real world and you realize oh snap Mm -hmm. we're not winning i'm not getting that job you know and then reality hits then you get depressed and then you go on social media and you get even more depressed back in with your parents (sighs) i know it's just they give you a gold star yeah exactly like good job but you lost so like why are we congratulating how do you think you have these qualities because you are you are millennial um I'm I'm technically not. No, I'm technically not either. Yeah, I don't ever say that I am. I'm technically not because I think it was cut off in like I think it started in like '94. So you're born in '91. Oh, so I missed it by a couple years. So what is the millennial age range? I thought it was like it doesn't matter. So you're. I think it's like I think it is '94 or something like that. Okay, good. Why did I think it was like okay, good? But basically, like I I totally am. No, but but you don't have a lot like when you when you're talking about like the millennial bad qualities because there's some wonderful qualities to millennials like they're really great on social media i mean amazing on social media great with technology great with technology Um, and i definitely can relate to that because all of those things i am too but like the other stuff that you're talking about where does that come from you think your family raised you to be a little bit more accountable for i think i was just raised in such a small town Mm -hmm. that you know even back home i doubt i would have an instagram right now i doubt that i would have anything that i do have Mm -hmm. um I also had five older or four older sisters mm-hmm. that are a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. So I got, you know. Yeah, you just it kept you grounded. Yeah, I have five moms, five different opinions always coming yeah. at me. Oh, I didn't think about that. They're probably like moms too, right? Yeah. And plus, I kind of just did my own thing always. Yeah. Like, I was never like really popular. Yeah. I was friends with everyone. I don't know. I just like, I feel like I want everyone to have as much fun as I have always. Yeah. And I think it's good that you weren't really popular in high school because I have to tell you, the people that are really popular in high school, that's sort of like as good it's as a it curse, gets. right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a curse. Yeah. It's sort of like as good as it gets. Like, how sad is it that you peaked in high school? Especially, like, now that I'm so far out of high school, how sad is it? Like, for some of the people that I think of that were such, I, those girls that were the popular girls, I wish them all the best. I yeah. really do. But, like, for some of them, that was as good as it got. Yeah. Because they were put on such a pedestal that they didn't really, if you're not put on that pedestal, then you have to work exactly and um you know that's where i see a lot of that with you what advice do you give to girls who want to do what you do my advice would be make sure this is something that you really want to do mm-hmm. make sure that you explore all avenues you know there's stalkers involved weird people get involved um instagram it is screws with your mind Mm -hmm. um you can't read the comments you can't take anything seriously you know people are always gonna have bad stuff to say about you regardless Mm -hmm. so just do exactly what you want to do because at the end of the day someone's gonna hate it other people are gonna love it and just make sure you really are just true to yourself and like i said just keep yourself centered keep yourself centered yeah yeah have you ever felt exploited in a way that you if you were to look back you would have done things differently you're like <laughs> one I mean girl yeah 100% yeah um there was a time 
This is so embarrassing. I like don't even want to bring it up. But you can, uh, you can, you can use codes. I'll bring your it up. friend was okay. okay. We're talking about your friend right now. Yeah. So I was on this asking for a friend. I was on this one uh, TMZ, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't even think anything of it, and I didn't understand how they cut things, and mm-hmm. if you say something, they can totally yeah. switch it around. So you know, I've had no media training or anything either right. at the time. So I was. Dressed like a slut, mm-hmm. you know, because I like short shorts and everything. And of course, yeah. if you're remotely attractive and you yeah. have short shorts on, everyone yeah. calls you a slut. Right. I don't know why. Yeah, um, it's like you're a slut because you're wearing Daisy Dukes. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally just worked out, but it was fine. Yeah. Whatever. I was yeah. at Earth Bar mm-hmm. and they caught me coming out and it was just embarrassing because I had said something about an athlete, not saying that like I wanted him. I don't know athletes right. in general. Mm-hmm. The only one that I knew, I said his name, mm-hmm. and they blew it up like, oh, I want this guy, but I have a boyfriend. Right. So, like, it came back to my boyfriend, it came back to everything, so I feel like I was exploited that way, and yeah. it was, like, really, I know they say all news is good news, yeah. but you know what? I don't believe that, no. because I want this video taken down, Yeah. so no one look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't Google it. But um, <laughs> it probably, when you look back at it now, it's a little it's a little bit funny, it's not as embarrassing, you can laugh at it a little bit, no. knowing. I don't like, even no. look at it. <laughs> I totally try to erase it and then I Google my name and it's like one of the first things oh, that come no. up. But well, you know, know it's you a learn. learning experience. Yeah, you yeah. learn. You learn. And you know, those T- those TMZs, man, they are really they know what to say, you know. I mean, I learned to just be like, Hi. Justin Bieber was Thanks. at Catch the other day walking in like on Saturday or something like that and they're all outside and they're like Justin, Justin, what do you think about Selena? What do you think about Selena? What do you think about Selena in the weekend? And you know, he's a pro now but um, yeah, I'm sure that Justin had a short, short moment with short shorts moment with TMZ when he was younger too. Yeah, I mean they catch you at the worst times, I swear. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, you know, planned type situations yeah. that they also do but still, even then they always pick the worst picture. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm a little bit naive to the whole thing, too, because I remember um, there's like, you remember the Brad and Angelina back in the day where they were like in Kenya or something like that on a beach with packs? Yes. And there were like these paparazzi taking their photos. And I remember thinking, how the hell did the paparazzi (laughs) find them in Kenya and have a long range? I was just thinking to myself, how random. And my friend's like, really? Well, that's how. Like, Literally. they pay them for that. I'm like, really? Like, I thought oh, the same huh. thing. I'm like, how are they in Kenya? How are they there? You're like, wow, they found them all the way there? Yeah, it's that's so what crazy. I thought. So yeah. a lot of it's planned. So it's, it's you lose a little bit of that naivete as you come along. But yeah. you've kept a lot, like, all of your, like, tr- true core values. So that's, 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 I applaud that. And I hope you get the cover. Thank you. I really I try. I really try to be yeah. a good person. Yeah. And I really do want everyone to succeed. And confidence for me, I know everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, like pretty girls, whatever. Yeah. But I think, honestly, mm-hmm. it's harder. Yeah, I do too. Because people break you down. Mm-hmm. They always want to pick you apart no matter what. Mm-hmm. Anytime I talk, people are like, oh, your voice is so high or this or that. It's like... Yeah. Can I just talk? They I'm they like, they this. Uh, can, can't you just leave me alone? You yeah. Don't, wait, if you don't like it, press the mute button. Yeah. Well, some girl one time I was on a shoot and she told me it was like my like 
12th guest shoot or something like mm-hmm. that. And it was her first. And she told me to get a nose job, that I needed to change how I spoke to people. She was a model? Yeah. Oh, okay. And What's she told me <laughs> all the stuff that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if you don't like my nose, don't look at my face. And mm-hmm. if you don't like what I'm saying, don't listen to me and don't talk to me. Right. And because, how many, like, that was your 12th one? Yeah, and and it was, was her first. first. Has yeah. she done more after that? No. So congrats. <laughs> so your nose is just So fine. my nose job that I did not get yeah. is, is killing it. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to get a nose job and that was your own personal choice, that's one thing. But for someone else to say you need that done, especially a fellow model, that was her playing mind games with you. Exactly. That's yeah. what I thought, too. I was like, wow, I think she was just trying to like get in my head. She but was. you know what? Yeah. I like the bump in my nose. Yeah. My sister dropped me on a coffee table when I was a baby. <laughs> and I totally have some character. I mean, no one's looking at the bump on your nose. They're not looking at that bump at all. No. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's, it, <laughs> that's not the bump they're looking at, honey. Um, but no, but I think that she's trying to mess with you. And I think that it's really important that we all remember that people like that karma catches up to you karma is real it is it is real it is it's so real put you put out there energetically you'll get it back and if it's nasty then nasty will come back to you you know all these people that always have bad things happening to them and they're really not nice people and they're the ones that are like why is this happening to me I'm like because you're an asshole that's why you're just rude or if you're always in a negative mind space everything's gonna suck yeah so until you can fix the way that you look at something you know my cars got broken into twice Mm. in my own garage Mm. Um, so it was clearly like an inside job or something that had happened I felt super violated but at the end of the day it's like Am I going to be mad about this or I'm yeah. just going to take my car and get it fixed? Yeah. You know, it, it can't ruin your whole entire life. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's probably because somebody's watching. It's kind of weird, but, you know. It was. It's sure. it's all about mindset and it's all about having the right attitude. And, you know, you do. You have all of that. So I, I, I see people like you hustling and working hard out there. And I only want to see you be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Oh, my God. Thanks, girl. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> What's your Instagram? Um, I know um, you've got a great following. So if you My Instagram you. is Samantha Hoops, H-O-O-P-E-S. And we'll and link it. that. We'll link that in the description. And Amazing. thank you. It's awesome talking to you and seeing how well you're doing and how grounded you are and all the advice that you have. And it's great to see that. So I wish you so much luck. Awesome. Thank you so much. And it's I, been such a pleasure. I can't wait for you to sign my copy of Sports Illustrated when it comes out when you're on the cover. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, girl. Thank, thank you. you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.